I'm Dave Champion. Less than a week ago, I released a video in which I discussed Florida's Governor DeSantis removing the last of the restrictions from Florida and essentially returning Florida to the pre-SARS-CoV-2 outbreak condition. In other words, if you want your life in Florida to return to normal, Governor DeSantis has allowed you to return to normalcy. I want to be clear because some people made some comments. There is a distinction between government putting its thumb on you and saying, if you don't do this and this and this and this, we're going to cite you, we're going to fine you, we're going to arrest you, versus private businesses saying, we'd like you to do this or we're going to insist you do that. Completely different construct. And once the government gets out of the picture, yeah, things go back to normal pretty damn quickly. I told you that the media was going to try to excoriate DeSantis in Florida in general, and that's exactly what has happened. I've got to tell you, the media is so desperate for fear-mongering headlines. It's, it's to the point now where it's humorous. And well, it would be humorous, except there's a whole huge part of the U.S. population who looks at those headlines and, oh my God, because they're fucking idiots. Let's start by looking at a bit of an article from CNN. Florida this week reported a spike in new cases just days after the governor cleared the way for bars and restaurants to fully reopen. I wish I could tell you it's just the media promoting fear, but it's not. There are actually Florida residents who, the covid who are screaming bloody murder. They're like, oh my God, Governor DeSantis opened up the state when we're in the midst of a second wave. Is that true? What you're looking at is a graph of Florida taken on September 30th, but current through September 29th. And I put some lines on here, and I want to explain to you what these lines actually mean. So down here at the bottom, you see that I have put a red line. I've accentuated the base with red. So you can see over here how close to zero the state of Florida really is. This up here, of course, is the moment that Florida hit natural herd immunity, and this is the steep decline in cases. This pink line is the date that Governor DeSantis removed all of the remaining SARS-CoV-2 restrictions. This orange line corresponds right here to the top of the new daily cases on September 29th. And notice it goes across to here, and it shows that the new daily cases just 10 days before this were actually higher, despite the media freaking out and saying, oh my God, look, the cases are spiking. They were higher 10 days before this quote unquote increase. Or phrased more directly, Florida's new daily cases on the 29th was less than Florida's new daily cases 10 days earlier on the 19th. But you won't hear that from the drama queens in the media. So what are these spikes and surges in the new daily cases? And for that, I want to return to the Florida graph and show you exactly what they are. This right here? Yeah, that's a spike. That right there? Yeah, the media calls that a surge. This right here? That's a spike too. And that's a spike. But... Guess what that is, and that is, and that is, and that is not news. 
So let's return to the good old reliable graph of Sweden that I've used time and time again because I want to make a point between Sweden and Florida. I connected the two in a previous video and for the sake of what the media is saying now, I want to disconnect them. If you've been watching my videos, you've obviously seen this graph before. Here's the main herd immunity pyramid, and here's the secondary smaller herd immunity pyramid, and here's the even smaller herd immunity pyramid. I've talked about this at length, and that's how natural herd immunity operates. However, I said that this one right here, I said that after DeSantis removed the remaining prohibitions, we could expect to see something like this in Florida. So is that this right here? No, of course not, because that's four days after lifting all the remaining restrictions. And of course, for a lot of businesses, it takes them a day, two days, three days, four days for them to talk to their attorneys to decide exactly how they want to play this. You know, if it were me, I would see DeSantis on the television. I would see what he would have to say. I would immediately go to the website. I would read his most recent order, his emergency order that released all of those restrictions. And I would say, okay, starting tomorrow morning, when I open, back to normal. But that's not how most businesses do things. They check with their counselors, they check with their attorneys, they check with whoever, and they make a decision over a period of days because it's an emotional issue. They, they, they fear being shut down or they fear being fined. So they're going to take that a little gradually. So probably by the 29th when you saw that little on the Florida chart, most businesses hadn't even returned to normal yet. Yeah, but that's media for you. So does the media just come out and promote more fear-mongering by saying we're CNN or we're Fox News or we're Breitbart or we're MSNBC and we say this is so-and-so? No, they don't do that. What they do is they quote these so-called experts. Here's an example. There is no getting back to normal, experts say. And this came out just this morning. CDC recommends virtual Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna stop it. CDC <laughs> recommends virtual Thanksgiving to lessen risk of COVID-19 spreading. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I can't even do that with a straight face. The point being, yeah, the experts, the experts. I don't know if you're aware, there's actually a political philosophy that says here in our modern times, the late 20th century, the 21st century, we shouldn't be governing ourselves. The whole thing like where you go to the polls and you make a determination and your guy or your gal sits in an office and makes the decisions, goes to the legislature and votes and so forth. Okay, so there's a political philosophy that that now in the late 20th century, into the 21st century, is no longer meaningful, that the way we should be governed, not govern ourselves, but be governed, is by the opinions of experts in any and every given field, that society should defer to the experts, and that that is, in the minds of the people who promote this, the future of good governance. I'm sure there's a lot of people who eschew that, just, they just hear it, they're like, no, absolutely not, that's ridiculous, and it is. But for me, there's a more meaningful objection, and that is I have spent the last 30 years of my life investigating 
the generally accepted public narratives on any number of topics, most especially the income tax and <clears throat> physiology. So I know that time and time and time and time again over those last 30 years, what the experts have said was blatantly wrong. Now, people might not have understood it was wrong at the time, although some did. Uh, others learned over time that it was wrong. In other cases, events proved them wrong. In other cases, uh, there were leaks of information that proved them wrong. And in a good number of cases, it wasn't that they were wrong. It was that they, re they lied to receive some sort of reward, whether it was from Big Pharma, Big Med, uh, multi-trillion dollar industries, whatever it was, they came along and said, look, we're going to make it worth your while to say this and such. And the scientists or researchers or what have you were like, yeah, um, for that kind of money? Yeah, I'll tell the public that. So <laughs> the idea that we should be governed by experts, based on my personal experience, what we should be doing is not allowing them to govern us. What we should be doing is saying, experts, what you say is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. We don't trust you. You have compromised yourselves so many times over history, just completely been wrong and lied time and time and time and time again. We do not trust you unless or until you can present your information in a factual manner that we can consume. You know, you want to give the public some 27-page technical report that no one can understand? No, that's not getting the job done. Look, I broke down one of the most complex subjects in America, the income tax, down to a way that every single American can understand. And I did it in a bit more than 400 pages. And every single person who has read Income Tax Shattering This over the time will tell you the same thing. Yeah, it was completely complex. I didn't get it until I read this book. Now I get it. Same thing with body science. I took physiology in the 60 years of experts lying, and I broke it down into something that anybody can read and say, oh, number one, I didn't know about that. And number two, this is how physiology really operates. Wow, I didn't know that, but it all makes sense now. Okay, so my point is, if I can do that with some of the most complex process, in, in the case of income tax, sorry, the most complex law in America, bar none, income tax is the most complex law in America. If I can break that down and make it easy for everyone to understand, and if I can take physiology, which is not necessarily easy for some people to understand, and I can make it so that everybody can understand it. Look, there is no reason that any of these experts can't do the same thing. And if they can't do it or they're unwilling to do it, we shouldn't listen to a word they say. So when the experts say things like, we're never going to get back to normal, because you know, there's never been an epidemic before in society, of course, never did return to normal, right? And then they tell us, yeah, so for the holidays, for Thanksgiving and Christmas, don't spend any time with your friends and relatives. All I can say to these experts is you can suck my...